Hello, this is Rafael Davidovich. Welcome. Today, Sunday, when I'm giving this class, I'd like to devote this time to talking about some element of davening of prayer. And today I would like to devote the time to talking about Hashem's name, which is the third word in most brachos. Baruch Ato Hashem. Now, people who know Hebrew, of course, know that the word Hashem simply means the name and is not the actual name of God. However, this has become a very common expression since the times of the Talmud to refer to Hashem as Hashem. And not only that, there are literally hundreds of times throughout Tanakh where we refer to our acknowledgement of God and everything he has done for us by referring to his name. Think of the phrases that we say, Yehi shem Hashem May the name of God be blessed for now and forever. Now, to refer to something as the name, or to refer to God's name, as we say in Kaddish, Yehei Shmei Rabbah, that word doesn't really translate well into most contexts. In English, we don't really speak about that. We sometimes refer to name as someone is known, for example. We will refer to their fame, that they're famous, that their name is known. But sometimes, to refer to someone by name can be meaningless. I remember as a child, I once asked my parents about a famous actress at the time. And I said, who is she? I don't know her for anything except that I know her name. Meaning, she is famous because she is famous. But I have no idea of anything, of any of her accomplishments. For what it's worth, I was referring to Elizabeth Taylor. The name meant nothing to me except I knew she was a famous person. Then, a name can also be something much bigger. It can be a descriptor. It can be a definition. We can think of the word name as a person's reputation, for example. And yet, even though the word name by itself in English does not have to mean much, we see that the word name in Hebrew, Shem, it means very much. In fact, the Gemara says that a bracha is not valid unless we mention Shem Hashem. We mention Hashem's name. Meaning it is not enough to say, as I had said last week, that you can say Atah, that we just look upward and we'll say Baruch Atah, blessed are you. And we know that we have this close relationship that we confer to God in the second person. It's much deeper than that. Somehow mentioning God's name makes all the difference in the world. So in Shulchan Aruch, the Code of Jewish Law, it says that when saying Hashem's name, we need to keep two things in mind. And these two things really have to do with what the name actually is. It's not just how he is known. It defines his relationship with the world. And the two things in mind have to do with how the name is said by us over the last 2,000 years and more, where Hashem's name, we have pronounced it as Ado and then Nai. And then there is the way that the name is spelled out, which is known in fancy Greek as the tetragrammaton, the letter of four names, the ineffable name, the name that we do not pronounce. We need to keep both of those in mind when we say Hashem's name in every bracha. So the first thought to have in mind is the way that the, the word is pronounced by us. We will say, Baruch Ata Adonai Lamdeni Chukecha. And when we say that name of God, Adon, of course, in Hebrew, means Lord. But what does Lord mean? So without the religious context, the word Lord means Master. 
boss. He is the Adon Hakol. He is the master of everything, meaning he's the boss. He is the one who is in charge, but not just in charge of me, in charge of everything, in charge of the whole world. The one who is at the top of the order of the world. That is something that one should have in mind every time one says Hashem's name. The other thought that we need to have when saying Hashem's name has to do with the way the word is spelled out. Yurke Vavke, which means on one level, the way it's described in Shulchan Aruch, that God was, God is, and God will be. Meaning that He is equally in the past, present, and future. Eternal, spanning all of time. There is a secondary meaning, which is implied in that meaning, which is that God, God's name is in fact a form of a verb which means that he, God, continuously causes being. He continuously causes all of existence. Meaning from the beginning, present, and going into the future. Not just that he was, is, and will be, but he is the one who is the cause of all being. Now that's a very heavy order to have both of those thoughts in mind. Yet this is what the Shulchan Aruch says, that we have to have both. He's the master of everything, and he is the primary cause of everything that was, is, and will be. According to the Vilna Gon, that other meaning, the way that the name is spelled out, one does not have to have in mind always, only when saying Shema. But when it comes to other brachos, it's enough just to think that he is the master of everything. This is, of course, a very tall order, and if a person did this, they could spend all day davening, focusing on Hashem's name, and all the existential depth of that. Yet, even if you just think of it for the moment that you are saying Hashem's name, or the moment before you say it, then this transforms prayer from just a conversation into an awareness that you are having a conversation with the master of everything, who is the cause of all existence. There's so much more to say, including why we say one and we don't say the other, and I'd like to devote some time to talk about that, but I've already gone a little bit over time for my intent to keep these classes short, so we will save that for next time. Thank you.